Hey y'all, the podcast you're listening to is brought to you by TomAndBunny.com. Our podcasts are for adults over the age of 18. If you are under 18, we ask that you turn off our channel. What you're about to hear is our personal opinions and what works for us in the swingers lifestyle. What works for us may or may not work for you, and there is no right or wrong way that you should participate in the swinging lifestyle. Our podcast and videos give people a better understanding of our lifestyle and how we choose to live it. We invite you to follow us on our social media where we post fun photos and other lifestyle-related topics. We can be found on both Twitter and Instagram under the screen name at Tom and Bunny. All of our videos, as well as our other podcasts, can be found on our website. Go to www.tomandbunny.com. You should make your own decisions on the level of participation if you choose to become involved in this lifestyle. Have fun, play safe, and enjoy our podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our show today. We are long due for our show. We are. And you know what? How long have we been off and we still haven't fixed that damn intro? I know. It's a minute long. Yeah. It's a long flipping intro. It's so long-winded. It is long-winded. But you know, they'd, li- they'd rather hear me than you anyways. That is true. That is true. So I'll just <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay. It's about time. <laughs> so we are in Des Moines right now. We are. This is our first time out since March. Since March. Well, we've been, we've been driving trailers around. Well, yeah. But this is the first time we've been to a club. Mm-hmm since March. So we're we're excited for tonight. Last night we were at a strip bar. Right. I actually feel like I have friends again. Right. <laughs> Bunny says, I want to go out and I want to go meet people that are like-minded. I'm yes. tired of being stuck at home with you. Right. You and Champ. Me and Champ. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here at Club G. Uh, this is their newest club they just recently moved three months ago and we're here with Joe and Victoria and we are going to just talk about swinging. Right. So they have one swinging. hell of a club. <laughs> All right. So Joe and Victoria, introduce yourselves. I'm Joe. And I'm Victoria. <laughs> so tell and us. you own Club G. You own Club G. So tell us uh, what got you started in the club owning business. I mean, what everyone has their story. Yeah, we... Uh, there just was not a lot of good options for us in Des Moines. There just wasn't any real place that we felt safe and comfortable to, to let ourselves go and have a good time. So we were driving by a, a property and I looked at it and I looked at her and she's like, it could be. And I'm like, and she knew exactly what I was talking about. I didn't uh-huh. have to say a thing. And so we whipped in there, took down the number. And uh, like a month later, a month and a half later, we were moved in and up and running. Now, it that was, was your old that, location. Yes, that was the old location. Okay, and how long were you there? We were there two years. Two years? Yeah, we were okay. there two years. Um, and we just basically outgrew it. Uh, the seating capacity there was like 175, 200, something like that. And we would max out on every major party. Right. Uh, and as you know, if you get into a crowded room where you can't hardly move and it's hot, it's just not a lot of fun. No. And so it got to the point where our parties were just kind of outpacing themselves with people so at uh, some point we decided to look for a new location it took us a few months to find one but once we found it it was game on it was it uh, we took two two months to get it ready and uh, then we were we were open 
So, Victoria, you're the one that found the location? Well, we were out for a drive, and we just stumbled across it, and we just kind of looked at each other like, this is it. psychic vibe? Yep. We knew, we knew it was the place to, to do it. Now, when you... Um, Bunny's over here quiet. When you open the, when you were looking at the club, how many clubs were available to people at that time? One. Just that, just one. Just one. Okay, so there was no options. No, there okay. was no options, and and the, the, you know cleanliness is a big thing for us. Right. Uh, and it's a big thing in the lifestyle. And, and if you don't feel clean when you walk in a place, then it, it's just not going to work for you. You're not going to want to take no. your clothes off. You're not going to want to have a good time. No, not at all. Uh, we were just at the. The Beach Club today, and we were interviewing um, the couple that own it, and we I commented how clean their bathrooms were. Oh my God, that whole place is spotless. It's spotless, isn't it? but the bathroom with all those dudes going in to pee, and it smells like lemon fresh. I know, like your grandma works there. Right, <laughs> like they got little midgets running in behind everyone mopping floors. I, I, when we walked into that place the first time, we were like, oh my gosh, yes, we are home. This is this is nice. Everything's really new and clean, and, and it was just like our club. Everything's spotless. Right. And uh, and like you said, the owners are just wonderful people. We have we have a great time every time we go out there. Now, just a real quick backstory. So we came out to Des Moines. We've been trying to get out here since April, but because every time we go to come out here, stupid governors want to shut down 90% of their states, airlines shut down, or all kinds of issues. And here it is, end of August. So, mind you, we are trying to come out beginning of April for Bunny's birthday. Mm -hmm. And here we are, end of August, and we just got out here because we said, fuck it. We're gonna, we're going, irregardless. We're done. We were we're supposed done. to come out on um, August 12th, and then we right. got kind of tied up a little bit. We had to run to California, but we're glad we made it. We're like, we're tired of talking to each other. Right. <laughs> so, last night, Club G hosted an event at the Beach Club. And it's an all-nude, 18 and over, BYOB club. Strip bar. Strip bar. Mm -hmm. and he, They don't strip. They come out naked. He called it a theat <laughs> theatrical arts. <laughs> yes, theatrical yes. arts center is the reason why it can stay open. Right. <laughs> Whatever it takes. And uh, strip bar. <laughs> right. Yeah, strip club. Strip club. And we... We haven't been in a strip club in forever. Right. The last strip club we went to, we kicked the girls off the stage and we all took over. That was in Mexico. <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. That's wow. how long it's been. Maybe 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So but, that was fun. That but yeah, no, it was. Uh, so you had a bunch of members there. And mm -hmm. so yep. we got to meet some of them there last night. And tonight we're going to meet a whole bunch more. Right, yep. right. Now, Tom... Tom seems to think that we're 22 and that we can be the first ones in and the last ones out. Man, I am tired. You are. I'm tired. <laughs> just out of practice because of we COVID. That's all. Out right. Of practice. <laughs> you know, and and that's that's the absolute God's honest truth because we were still staying up until two o'clock every morning and going to bed so that way we could maintain a schedule. Well, right. since COVID, no hell, I'm I'm in bed by 10, 30, 11. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like us. We're in bed early um, until the weekend hits, and then it's all night. Until last right. night, you yeah. were, you were gone before us. Yeah. Well, yes, mm -hmm. we, uh, Victoria and I trade off. You know, she if uh, if she's going to stay up late on Friday, then I'll stay up late on Saturday, uh -huh. close, so that we help each other out, so no one person gets burnt out. Well, we are up till four o'clock this morning. Yep. And it shows because we forgot our earphones, 
Then I forgot the memory card for this podcast. And I forgot the clothes for she the She forgot the clothes video. for the video at the, or the, I keep wanting to call it Bikini Beach Club because in Lake Elsinore, California, we used to take our motorcycle group to the Bikini Beach Club. Oh, yes. And I keep adding bikini in front of it no yeah. it's all nude beach club so yeah it's beach girls <laughs> beach girls yeah we just call it beach girls yeah beach girls i club. see some tan lines mm-hmm. yeah yeah There's i barely saw line. a tan line but i wasn't looking for tan lines <laughs> yeah, there was no clothes i uh, no. i uh, have to agree the girls come out to start their sets usually fully nude yes mm-hmm. i mean it makes it easy right i mean why you, you they know they're not going to get tips when they have any clothes on so why not start because they go stage <laughs> one stage two, two stage three yep why not make money throughout through all the stages oh yeah they were working it there was 30 girls there last night 30 girls tonight they're going to limit it to 20. are they really yeah, yeah because they want to make sure the girls make money right and they said 30 girls was just too many even the girls were saying, oh, there's 30 in there. I'm probably not going to go in then. And there was a couple that turned around in the parking lot. Uh, and you know what? Just like girls. They, said, they said that they don't force anyone to do anything they don't. They, they, they don't want to work. They don't want to work. And they don't force it. They're not no. required. Right. Some bars require so many nights. No, they're all freelance out there. Yeah. Um, and that's why the girls love working for him out there is because his, his rules are very, they're very basic. You know? Right. Um, and easy to follow, and and uh, he's not following you around, and and uh, trying to make us every dollar he can yes, off of you. Yes, like you know, a lot of owners would. Right, right. And so he always gets some of the best talent. Some oh. of the best talent. There were. It was a lot of fun last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We had a good time. So a tonight we're looking forward to your glow party. Yes, we're gonna have a great glow party tonight. And um, Club G has theme parties here every weekend. Now, you're in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. People listen to our podcast all over the world, but where can people drive from? Like, I don't well, know what, where the neighboring uh, states. Chicago is really uh, a kind of a, a quick drive. It's only like six hours from Chicago. Oh, yep. easy. Um, yeah, it's uh, Kansas City is just three hour drive. Okay. Uh, Omaha is just a three hour or two hour drive, um, but we get a lot of people coming down from Chicago. And this way, people have a oh, I live in Omaha. It's only two hours away. Right. Because they don't think of that. They hear. I'm in Omaha, and they're in Iowa. Right. Yeah, they, they don't understand. Yeah. It may be a state away, but it's still not that far. It's not that far at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were we're only six hours away yep. in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, near Kokomo, Indiana, is only about five, six hours away. Wow. So someone from Indiana, because there's really not much going on. There are a couple clubs, but a lot, some got shut down recently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the city decided to rezone them. Oh, so oh, that that's, that's nice. unfortunate, but that's what they usually do. Yep. If the if they want you shut down, they're going to come after zoning or fire. Right, right. I mean, we're we're fully sprinkled in the building. Yeah. Um, it, it's nice because it's attached to a hotel, so all those all those checkpoints were already met. Yeah. Well, plus your yeah. county. Nice. Yes, we're they in were the in the city. Oh, that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge yes. difference. Any club, I, anybody wanting to open a club, I would highly recommend a county. Uh, building versus a city building oh absolutely a lot less red tape mm-hmm. right um, now um who who's allowed to come here how do how do how does somebody find you for one thing i know there's a lot of marketing all over but where's the key to finding you and then how do they contact you well every to get in here all the all the networking like facebook and whatnot all funnel to one place our website dsmlsc.com 
and in that there's a form where you can fill out, put your email address in, put your, that you're interested in coming to the club, and that'll shoot right to Victoria. So you actually have a website, DSM? LSC.com. LSC.com. Yes, it stands for Des Moines lifestylesclub.com and and spelled out or abbreviated it'll lead you to the same spot okay so that because sometimes it's easier for people to remember the whole right. whole name versus the whole the, name yeah. versus yeah. acronym des moines lifestylesclub.com will take you right to our website okay uh and you can fill out the form and then uh you'll correspond with victoria and then she will ask you some questions and they're just basic questions like do you have any affiliations with lifestyle clubs or with any other websites that we can verify you at be we're not trying to limit the people coming to the club. We just want to make sure that the people coming to the club are swinger oriented or wanting to become swingers. You know, we've been a lot, to a lot of clubs and a lot of clubs go for the money. It's a money grab and they will just let anyone in and pretty soon their club because a lot of it's BYOB. Right. And in a lot of people, they'll go spend two, $300 on drinks at a bar. Well, once they find an erotic club where people can get naked, they're not set necessarily swingers no but they want they like the environment so they come in and pretty soon i call it like termites they start inviting their friends now you have 80 percent of your club has nothing to do with swingers right and it starts chasing out the whole premise of your club right that it started with and i think that people should be vetted in and i think on a swing club they should be swingers I think if people just want a party club that's BYOB, call it a social club and cater to your own. Exactly. And uh, don't get me wrong. If you've never done anything in the swing life before, you've, you're completely vanilla, but you, you and your wife have talked about this and you want to try it out, Victoria, we'll let you in. You know, but we're going to go through a couple of steps to just let you know what this club is about and, and let you know there's going to be other couples here, and they're going to come up and talk to you. And they're going to ask you what your rules are. They're going right. to ask you, you know, what level you're at in, in, in the lifestyle. And you, you have to be prepared to have those answers. It doesn't matter if you're just here to check it out or it doesn't mean if you're, you're a soft swing only, but you do need to have that figured out before you come to the club. Okay. So uh, do they have to fill out an application? No, there is no application. There's just a, a correspondence, an informal correspondence between Victoria and and the people wanting to come into the club. Okay. Uh, now I see that um, at 7 o'clock you have newbie orientation. Yes. Is that mandatory? Newbie orientation is not mandatory um, unless it comes down through board vote that you must go to orientation before you come to the club, meaning there was a problem. Sure. You had a problem in the club. You broke some rules. Now we're going to say you have to come to orientation before you can come, come back. back to the club. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some clubs. Uh, there's a club in Seattle, um, Sapphire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great club. And they, they do an orientation. However, they actually do two different orientations. They have one specifically for couples. And then they have one for specifically single men. That's not a bad idea. And they require it. And, and, you know, our club, we didn't have an orientation. You just filled out an application. You walked in, paid your entry. You got mm -hmm. a tour of the club, and you were in. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of problems. I bet. Because they didn't get a – I mean, they're getting a tour of the club, but they're not being told no means no, don't touch without asking. They're not verbally told that. And I know Sapphire does it. Are in your newbie orientation? Yes. There's actually a whole section on consent when it comes to single males and it comes to couples. It, we, we view consent as, as an overall 
whole for everyone. Like, it, and it, consent does not necessarily mean that you can, can get consent one time, it gets it every time. Right. Like, right. So you may have consent one time, but that doesn't mean you have it the next time you I was drunk exactly. today, but tomorrow I may not be yeah, as drunk. Exactly. Or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, blond- <laughs> blondes were on my list last week. I'm on brunettes now. I'm sorry. Right. I have a right. different you know, fantasy. And, and, and you know, and, it, and it's sad because there was a couple that one time and they were hitting on us and, and we were all game in the pool. You know, we were drinking, we were having a good time, we were game, we were ready to mm-hmm. roll. After we got back to the room, took a nap, sobered up, now we've we've lost that, that interest. That interest. Right. They should have nabbed us why they yeah. could. Right. And because you know, later on they were all over us and we were no longer we were sober then. So in the yeah. in the drunken mind, and I'm not saying we have to be drunk, but we are in a different mindset. Yes. Mind level, the whole nine yards. Sober up, now our standards, our criteria starts changing. Yes, and people don't understand that, and they take offense to that. And and we're not one of we're not hardcore swingers, so we're not the type that's going to walk into a club and just drop every drop, night. Drop, that, go. Every night that we're here, right? It's it's but a, it's been known to happen. It's been known to happen. Well, <laughs> and again, I think. But there, it's not I, every week. I think couples are. are spontaneous yes they want the spontaneous aspect of it they don't want it planned out they want to like oh we went to the club and i didn't expect this to happen but this was so amazing you know that that spark that's what they want yeah if you plan something out you're not really going to get the desired no uh, no and and it's that same it's that same way in your regular sex life too i mean how many how many times do you have this ultimate passionate sex and then the next time you try to recreate it and it just doesn't happen right and it's the same way here at any club. You could talk to Victoria. I'm here. I'm just listening. You kept her up too late. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you kept her up too late. She I told know. me she told me I can't get Tom to get on the bus to leave, so I know she come home crawling to bed at five four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought like I was it. the first one on the bus. I'm joking. Okay, with you. I was gonna say <laughs> I was drunk, but I don't remember. No, she did. She did have to go in and get, get people to room out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a late night, but it was a fun night. So. It was. We had a great time. I woke up and smelled smelled all kinds of perfume and boobs i knew she was home (laughs) (laughs) you smelled boobs i smelled boobs i knew she was home (laughs) because of all the perfume yes (laughs) they're professionals bunny they are they are i mean perfume and boobs (laughs) i had to have somebody teach me how to stack up my money because i was just standing there with money he's like no no no, No, you you gotta stack it up you gotta stack it up but i was like hey but those two guys over there, they have their stack is like triple the size of mine. He goes, Honey, you've got boobs. <laughs> yep. Boobs, boobs do always. Trump money. Yeah. Boobs oh, yeah. Always she turned over. around and she seen mine. She was right <laughs> over there. Yes. The girls out there love girl time. Yeah. They do. A well, lot of action last night, that's for sure. Multiple women on stage. Uh, the dancers bringing women on stage. Was yeah. We saw that. Oh yep. my, that yep. was a lot of Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was very interactive. Yes. And entertaining, but it was very interactive entertainment. Well, yep. speaking of interactive entertaining, I can't wait to see their, um, their what is it? The, the, the shadow, shadow box? box? Not the shadow box. The glory no, hole? The, the titty Oh, oh, the, the titty. titty bar. The titty bar, yeah. Oh, yes. And you, as, you, as you renamed it yourself, Motorboat Row. Motorboat Row. <laughs> Motorboat I have Row. another, I have oh, another I like name that. for it, but I don't know if I should say it because it's a little political. Oh, no. Go ahead. Biden Drive. 
And I, it, just so y'all know where that's coming from, they actually have it labeled on top of the railing, Sniffers Row. Because what happens is the girls go up there topless and they and they can dance, and then when people are walking by, they can. It's the perfect height. Right. Boobs are right in your face. Fondle right. and sn- and you can sniff. So, so. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so how is the? I mean, this is just. How's the coronavirus been affecting you? I dare I say it's it's been a blessing for us. Okay, because it shuts down all the other bars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even in, even in the beginning when the governor shut the whole state down, okay, that gave us basically two months to build a new club, yep. and nobody had anything to do. And this is a huge place, so it was very easy oh, to socially yeah. distance. Yeah, I could have 10 people in here working on projects, painting this or building this, and they're totally socially distanced from each other, but they're staying busy. They're working. Instead of sitting at home, twiddling their thumbs, uh, not able to do anything. So it was, it was, we probably had, for that solid two months, there was probably 10 to 15 people in this building every day. Well, you know what's awesome. bad is the club we ran in California, the governor told them they couldn't have anyone in their building because they couldn't guarantee they would be social distanced. That's how brutal that governor wow. is. Right, so no maintenance, no, maintenance. no repairs, no We're repairs. all really responsible. Because in the beginning, you didn't know what was going on. Right. And so we were all really uh, cognizant of everybody around us and, and keeping the distance, uh, I mean, 6 to 12 feet usually um, was what people were staying away in the beginning with the masks on. And, and they were they got everything done, and they were just happy to be out doing something. Well, if right. they were painting, you know. the mask worked great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that play, and all the tear-out we had to do, the masks were perfect. Work, you know? Yeah, double, double duty. <laughs> double duty. Everybody brought their own. I didn't have to buy any. <laughs> but you did also say, though, too, <clears throat> because now that people can't go to the – couldn't go to the lakes or to the movies or to the fair oh, that, no, that numbers have increased on the weekends oh mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been uh, again what i said the the all the way through the virus has kind of helped us because when the governor said we can come back open again well nobody wanted to leave the state everybody wanted to stay around because right. they didn't know what was going to happen they didn't want to venture out so they stayed local and normally in the in the summertime our business dips down because people are at the lakes, they're on vacation, they're doing things with their kids. They're not necessarily coming to the, to the lifestyle clubs. So it helped us in that respect. And then at the end of the summer, it's helping us even more because people have all this extra income that, that because they didn't go vacations, they didn't do this. And, and so they're, they're coming to the club every weekend. It's, it's been quite an amazing ride, actually. Now, people ask, in Des Moines, yeah, because mm-hmm. in California, we had about 50 competing clubs within 100 miles of us. Right. I mean, it was pretty um, competitive market. You're, it, how many clubs are out here right now? In Des Moines? Right Zero. Now. We're the only you one. Are the, you are the yeah. head honcho. We're the only, show. yeah. There's a couple the big of, o the, or big, the big G. Well, yes. <laughs> big G turns into the big O. I yeah. uh, Preferably. As long as, as long as it's not the big D. <laughs> well, you need a big D for a big O. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) That's what I'm shooting for. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the other companies that we're in partnership with have been uh, really supportive through this whole thing. Um, We got two Motor Bunnies from from Motor Bunny through uh, your help, as a matter of fact. I appreciate that. Uh, We're happy that we were able to relay that information over to you. Uh, And and other sponsors have stepped up through this and and, uh, uh, gave us support. It's, uh, but basically, it's been our core group of members that have 
built this club. As I say, the club was built for the people by the people. Uh-huh. Um, I yes, I own it. Everything everything on, on paper it points to Victoria and I. Um, but the actual so right, they have an out. Yes, they have an out. <laughs> uh, but as far as anything to do with the membership or any activities or any drama or anything like that, it's dealt by the board of, board of advisors. They take care of everything. And hopefully there's uh, no drama. And No, I mean, there's always a little bit there. Always there always drama, yeah. but, but hopefully. It's, it's kept to a minimum. Yeah. It really is. Uh, people don't want to create problems here because they want to keep coming back. Absolutely. Um, now, what's your demographics the- here? Our demographics range from 22 to 55. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, and what's yeah. your meat and potatoes? Our meat and potatoes, usually that the sweet spot is like between 28 and 45. Oh, see, that's is, a great is, age. Yep. It's right mm-hmm. where... A little something for everyone. All yeah. right, babe, so we can't come tonight. Right? We're way out of the demographic. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm way out of the demographics, too. They well, the owners are always out of the demographic. <laughs> We, we always uh, love it when there's clubs that open up and they only want to cater to young people. Yeah. And as the owner's age gets older, so does the minimum age yes. for right. the guests. So uh-huh. when they want 21 to 28-year-olds and the owner's 30, now the owner's 35, now it's 21 to 30. Right. And right. <laughs> so the criteria is always changing. <laughs> well, they can't be the creepy old guy. Right, because right. he has to have some others to blend in with. Right. Well, you, right, you right. have to have one creepy old guy, and I've already designated myself as the, <laughs> as the one creepy old guy for Club G, and that's all there is. So this entire club, and you're still building it, you're going to be putting a pool in. We yeah. just did a video. We did not show the outside because no one wants to see construction. And right. It gets a bad taste, but they have a beautiful hot tub out there. We were able to get the hot tub this year. But pools are sold out everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are available are way out of range. Right. Yeah, well, there's right. no reason yeah. to go broke on something. Exactly. They're just gouging. Yeah, that's all they're doing. And, and yeah. there was the two whammies that happened on that with the pools. One was the first one was COVID hit. So everybody wanted a pool because they had to stay home. And then two, they all got their stimulus money oh my god so then they had a down payment for that pool you couldn't find a pool or a, a flat screen tv in town once that first round of checks came in through. alabama no. you couldn't find a gun if your life depended on right. it <laughs> right. well, here in iowa all of us already own guns right so. <laughs> but in alabama it was we went to a gun sh- a pawn shop mm-hmm. and i said is this a gun shop or a pawn shop because half of it was guns he goes shit you should have seen it two weeks ago when stimulus came out it was uh, three quarters guns. Wow. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, they sold some like 12,000 guns. Wow. wow. In two weeks. <laughs> That's crazy. So that stimulus helped one company for sure. <laughs> right. The pool, yeah, the pool companies, guns. the RV companies, and the and the gun companies. Right. right. Yeah. Anything to do with recreation, you, yeah. you can't find it. We were lucky that we started talking about a hot tub before COVID hit. We were talking and, and, and doing some communications with a company that was going to give us a deal on one. And uh, luckily for us, when we went to take delivery of it, it actually delayed out two weeks because of COVID. Uh, yeah. Because, not because they didn't have the tubs. They didn't have the manpower to process all mm-hmm. the incoming applications and all the, the people that were trying to buy hot tubs. No, oh. uh, yeah, no, I get it. We bought a mattress. And they told us, oh, yeah, you just place the order by Thursday and you'll have it by Monday. Nope. Two weeks late. Two weeks later, we still didn't have the mattress. They refunded our money because they said they we were, were very, six weeks out. Yeah, wow. they kept trying to talk. Don't refund, please. Uh, they they even offered us something. Uh, 
more and more we finally just said no we want our money back on, right. a, on a mattress <laughs> so yeah i mean it's just that crazy out there right now yeah i it is I, and it's just the weirdest things that you wouldn't think we'd run out of right you know exactly i mean i never thought there would be the run on toilet paper that right <laughs> for a respiratory <laughs> we thought, are you kidding we me? thought that was bullshit until it hit our little hick town in alabama yeah I, they watched the news so they it's Monkey see, monkey do. Oh, it's a trickle effect. Yeah, it's yeah. a trickle effect. And I, I was just telling Bunny today. I said, you know, all the people that are like excited, almost excited. They're, they're creating a new normal. They're promoting new normal, safety, social distance. All these little key words are embedding into everyone's head. Yes. And I've always told Bunny for years, there are two sets of people. There are leaders natural born leaders and there are natural born followers there is not a negative on either one either one are right. the followers or anything mm -hmm. but some people just don't want that responsibility so when they see all the media telling them this is what you need to do they naturally follow the leader right well, the other day we seen one in illinois it was the road sign on the freeway you know the buckle mm -hmm. your seat belts and the little sayings that they always put on them this one said, you look beautiful in your mask. Oh, so nice. They're, they're subliminally. Yeah, subliminally mm -hmm. putting it in. Yep. And they're even telling you, wear your mask in your car, even if you're alone. Why? Hey, I look beautiful in my new mask. So <laughs> you have the my Club new G mask. Club G mask. <laughs> <laughs> so so if by that logic, then if we take signs and we put any functioning adult on them, for our uh, presidential signs, right. would, would, would that translate up into actually functioning adults? Right. <laughs> I, I, they would have to. Would have to. <laughs> so now if someone were to walk into your club, what, what aspect, what part of the club are you the most proud of that you would tell them to go check out first? It would definitely have to be the tables out on the main dance area. I think those are cool. I like those tables, yeah. yeah. That, we have a member that uh, did all those for us, and basically they're, they're epoxied table. They took regular plain tables and made designs in them with paint and then epoxied over it. You know, it's and funny as most people go check out the stripper pole next to the DJ booth or the shadow box or that um the amanda handles amanda handles our sniffers row nope the tables and i'll yeah. tell you what i i like the bar counter the bar mm -hmm. is what i was gonna say yeah, yeah the bar i guess would have to be my another one of my favorite choices but honestly the whole place makes me proud because as i walk through it i can pick out each project that each member did and they put their pride into it and that's what makes club g so special because the people that come here take ownership of this club well i put i painted that wall right or i did that poxy uh, or i did the floor or i did this and and because of that when people come in here that are new they're not isolated they're right. drawn into the group uh, because people take ownership of the club oh there's new people well, we got to impress them let's go over and say hi uh-huh you know or we got to show them the club or, or we got to do this or that it, it just it makes them accountable for the club um and that and that's what makes that well and so that good. and that in itself too actually helps helps you to regulate the club to where you don't have to have so many so much security like another club would have to have because your members are there to protect their, oh, yes. their investment very much so if there's a problem anywhere in the club i get told six times by the time i get to the problem <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> from six people <laughs> from six different people they jump yeah. right in your way to let you know that you're going to take care of it well i would probably say i said the bar but i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna reverse that i love the bar 
the wall behind us, the, oh, the pineapple, pineapple wall. wall. That's all Victoria. Yeah. Is a badass wall. And I was even telling Joe, I said, all the little pineapple, little nug things or whatever they're called, they probably should have put little cheese in them. I think, this, <laughs> I think this white one here needs a Tom and Bunny sticker in it. There you go. Yeah, just put a Tom and Bunny sticker right in the center. We can of do that. We'll just put the Tom and Bunny sticker right in the middle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, um, okay, so your demographics, meat and potatoes, is yep. 28 to 45 years yep. old. That's actually a prime demographic. Our club, the target audience our owner was going for was 35 to 45, so you're um, in a sweet spot. And I think most people too young or too young some people when they're too old they kind of don't want to go so it balances it balances out really well and i'm sure that those type of um demographics balance out anyways because you do when you do have your older people they tend to be the ones that are going to be in here first right so you're gonna you're already going to have a full club early on and then as they're done and they're leaving then the another that, crowd that's kind the of way our club in. would work I, I was just going to say that as the night goes on the crowd gets younger yes, yes. um and Absolutely. we're open until five in the morning and i actually get people coming in here after two o'clock when the bars would normally close all the young people would just flow in because right. they're closed and yeah. you're still open we're still mm -hmm. open we're still partying and and they they are now at a point where they're ready to to uh, really party so now you allow couples, single females, and single men. Yes, I don't discriminate. You don't discriminate. No, not so. And and the, the reason why is that a lot of people have problems with single males. But if you have the right security in place that, that are looking at people as, as a person and watching their movements, watching their mannerisms, and saying, oh, you know, he seems like a fish out of water, or he's over there too close to them doors. Maybe I should go over and talk to him. Say, hey, listen, the doors are, are if they're shut, they're, they're shut. You're not allowed to open them. A closed curtain's just like a locked door. And that usually gets them moving in the right direction. Well, we've um, seen clubs, and it's every club has their own way of doing it. No harm no foul no right no right. wrong everyone just has their own way of doing it mm -hmm. uh one of the things i personally really didn't like and it, like i say it's their way of doing it so i never even mention it to the club because it's not my thing but some clubs require the men to be either in a certain area they corral them oh or they make them they're not allowed to talk to anybody they're 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 put on all these restraints and wow stringent rules that if I were a single guy, I would never go to a club that was really... like in lockdown. Yeah. 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 We were at a club one time and and they didn't want to discriminate, so they did it with both. If you were single, man or woman, you were at the bar until somebody invited you to come sit with them or, or to dance. Or to dance or go play. But other than that, you were stuck at that bar. Because but you weren't allowed no, to talk man. to anybody. They had to talk to you. I understand. I, I totally understand. They might have I had just a lot of bad experiences, but that's where your new couple orientation or new single orientation Helps plays a big that. effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It also, yep. with the with people taking ownership of the club, if they see a single male acting out or not doing, they'll go in and talk to them themselves. They're like, hey, not in this club. That's not what we do here. Right. Or or correct them in, in one way or another and, and take care of the problem before we even get there. Yeah, uh, I always tell couples and singles, especially single men, you know, mm -hmm. testosterone. If if there's an altercation or an issue or anything where there's a, you feel threatened, 
never ever deal with it yourself no. always let the club do it and i've been told well i'm no punk i'm no pussy i i deal with things myself and i always think you are going to be the problem yeah mm -hmm. that's exactly uh, right immediately it's not about being a punk or pussy mm -hmm. it's about making sure that club stays in business and you don't get kicked out because of your mm -hmm. ignorance of your testosterone right and, and i call it testosterone and members don't want to they they love the club and they for no reason whatsoever do not want to get kicked out of here so i mean they they approach it differently i think sometimes especially with single males if they see one that's probably not educated enough and doesn't know the rules they'll go over and mention the rules to them they'll, or and at that point they'll come and tell our bouncer hey you, you know this guy is doing this you might right. keep an eye on it or something and then scott will take care of it you know I, uh, um there are a couple that own the beach um girls beach girls yeah so he was telling me today because we were discussing about getting ejected because some a lot of strip bars those bouncers you know they're just looking to just throw oh, yeah. someone mm -hmm. out on their shoulders mm -hmm. and he straight up said he goes no we're not like that here if a guy's acting out we tell him to go home and he goes i immediately give him a free pass to come back and tell him you got to go tonight, but you come back for free next time on me. Nice. And it usually diffuses the situation. Now, we if you're a full-fledged member of Club G, the only way you can get kicked out of Club G is by a unanimous vote from the board. So, in other words, even me as an owner, I can send you home for the night. Okay, so as long as you can send them home yep, for the we night. Can, we can, anybody can send anybody, any of the members, board members or any of the staff can send someone home for the night. Mm-hmm. But to get kicked out of the club, it has to be a vote. I think that's awesome because yeah. uh, I, I keep talking about our club because we ran a club for 20 years. Mm -hmm. The owner of our club would back any staff, as anyone should, but blindly I don't agree with it. No. And I don't think that someone who's not invested or has a, a vested reason to be there other than a paycheck should make determinations that affect you the club owner or the management so basically the rule there was anyone can kick anyone out for life and oh, wow. they would be backed and i never agreed with that mm -hmm. i thought you know what kick them out that night mm -hmm. give everyone authority Absolutely. to kick out for that night then before he comes back make him call the owner and then the security should call the owner. That way the owner gets both sides independently so there's no argument. Right. And then the owner makes the final decision. Right. But if, if one of the staff kicks someone out, it was too bad, so sad. Well, I, I agree. I, I think everybody can have a bad night. Oh, absolutely. I, I think, you know, especially yeah. with alcohol. I, I really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alcohol and stir, you can have a bad night. Yep. Go we've, home. I think sleep it off. We've... At, at our age, we have all already had oh, yeah. a bad night. Yeah, I, I mean, even running the club, I should have been kicked out of my own club a <laughs> hundred times. To be honest with you, I've had yep. a couple of nights yep. like that myself. That's why I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's just some people just love that control and yeah, it's it's not a and yeah. They always, I think it's even better that you have a panel. I think that, they that have too. To go through. I think that too because there's I was reading on Facebook forums another club was having trouble. Somebody had an issue at the club with another couple or another single, but they didn't tell anybody that night. And mm. then after thought, when they got home and next, the next day, they were aggravated. then they were aggravated. And now they're blaming the club for not doing anything. But how can you do something when the, it's, 
it's already past tense. Right. right. Victoria deals with that all the time. She gets emails. Well, this happened last night. Well, why didn't you tell us it happened right. at the time? When it happens. When it happens. If it's that bad a deal, you need to come to us right mm -hmm. away. Yep. And people will say, well, I'm embarrassed. But you know what? Then you don't, got don't to bring say it up it. to us later. If you're yeah. embarrassed yes. now, don't be unembarrassed when you're alone over a phone. Right. right. And, you know, what would happen at our club is if someone came up and said, hey, that guy groped me or grabbed me, we're going to go talk to the guy. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they're going to deny it. They uh, always deny it. Always do. Depending on if they've had a history. But if we never had a history, now we actually will put a security. And all they do is just kind of lean in the corner and watch that guy for hours and yeah. observe him. Right. And if he sees them even flinch to do it, gone. And it's permanent at that point. But right. if he behaves himself... Who was the problem? The complainer or you never know. It because could go I was going to say on the flip side that we have had couples complain about different people on different occasions just because they didn't like the way they looked at them. They, right. I mean, we had one couple that tried getting someone kicked out of our club because they didn't like their race. Oh, so yeah. they made stuff up. We don't talk. And yeah, we that knew that. We me. knew that because of comments that couple had made previously. So when they came and complained about someone, we already had it in our mind that they already had it out for the entire race, not just that person. Right. So we would tell them, we'll keep an eye on them. And we would watch for a little bit just in case. Mm -hmm. We never say never. But 90% of the time, that person was probably the most well-behaved person we even have an appeal process. If you get voted out through a unanimous vote, I, I put you in a chat window with the whole board, and you can plead your case, and they'll they'll take a revote. If I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, if it's a problem now, it's a problem. Then it's going to be a problem later. Right. If it's just some kind of drama crap going on, it can get filtered out. Yeah. That way. And we always told people if if we allowed them back into the club, because a lot of times they were permanently banned. Mm -hmm. And then you get all their friends coming, pleading their cases for them. And, you know, you might have made an irrational decision. Right. So we would let them back in, but we'd pull them in and tell them there is no warnings at this point. If right. we ask you to leave, you, You're done. you need to yeah. leave and immediately. I, and I like that because one night we were at Hito and, and I should have been kicked out. <laughs> if I were in a club, I probably would have been kicked out. And it was stupid. Mm -hmm. We got there late. I was tired. Had a shot of fireball, a vodka cranberry, and um, we were going to go to bed. Well, it was my bright idea that we get chicken wings before we go to bed, but also my bright idea that I take a half a sleeping pill before we go get those chicken wings. Oh. So what happens? My bright ass passes out at the table. Tom's trying to get me back to the room. The whole time I'm like, I got it. I She's yelling it. at I'm me belligerently, and I'm just like, you're going to fall, and you're going to take both of us down, and I'm too old to be falling. But you know, like I said, that, to somebody else, it looked like... We were it, fighting. It, it, we yeah. were fighting. It looked like, and it was just st a stupid decision that I made. Right. You know, and I think that that's great that you have that board and that appeal... That because you can, well, and that it takes all the heat off us exactly <laughs> and off of one person you know, off of one person that's a lot of weight to put on one person then you're 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 taxed with making a decision and i'm not a snap decision person mm -hmm. okay and if you have to make a snap decision it's usually the wrong one you know you got a 50 50 shot of it being wrong i wouldn't bet those odds in vegas
No. Right. You know? Exactly. So why would I, you know, I'm not going to translate that anywhere else either. You know? All right. I'm going to change the subject only because we're, it's, oh. <laughs> it's not a positive. But, but you know what? It is a positive because people want to know they're protected. They want to know the, the, the process, right. the path. Right. And I think you that's know? great. We only got about 15 minutes left. So I am going to ask you, I see your bar full of alcohol. How in the hell does your bartender know where every drink is? She's just that good. I mean, she <laughs> has to be God. Because uh, I'm looking at hundreds of bottles. 300, actually. 300. And, I mean, Bunny had her method and madness at our mm -hmm. bar, but nothing like this. I think she actually groups up like the people that come more often than the other people or towards the center and the one i don't know she has a system but literally but if she can, took a night off how how would you do it well we have two backup bartenders that have to shadow her okay and they have to learn her process and if they can't learn her process then they can't be a bartender awesome because yeah. i'm thinking yeah. man what if she got sick but what if know. she had to well, she goes on vacation. Her mom needs her. I don't know. I'm looking at that going, I could see a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it is. I was going to say, I see, you see a nightmare as, as a past bartender. I look at that bottle of Malibu, and I look at Victoria, and I'm like, I know exactly where that bottle is. And the first time, she's going to have to tell me her name, and I'm going to have to find it. But the second time, I'm going to go right to it. Right, but 300 people later. And then yeah. a, a lot of and our members. And you get the first name again. <laughs> Might not know your name, but I'm going to know what you drink. Right? Or the members know right where she puts their bottle. Yes. So they'll be like, it's right there. It's right there. Uh, yes, I know. There's 100 bottles there. I'm looking. No, to the left. To the left. Okay. I, I, I found it. I'm uh, thinking your bartender would be a great contestant on Match Game. Oh, man. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Huh? I mean, because yeah. I'm looking mm -hmm. at match the person to the bottle. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She'd I, be brilliant at it. it. Give her a car every week. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> give her a car. Well, she works her butt off. I know that. And the well, members just love and her. And you know, it, it's pretty hard to n try to fake that you don't. You're not working very hard when the boss is working right there next right to you. Right next to you. Yeah, <laughs> DJ booth, right? Yeah, that's that's my spot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but, you know, from that spot, I can see just about every corner of the, of the place. I can see yes. all the rooms and the people coming in and coming out. Well, what I like is the fact that you have serving station on both sides. So yes. you've got one over here. and They don't have to walk all the way away from the dance floor to come no. get a drink to go all the way back. You right. can go right from the dance floor to the bar. Yes. I had to create a flow. Yeah, um, a, a, fl a circle is basically what I created. So the people kind of herd in circles, so to mm -hmm. speak, and it creates a it it creates more networking between them. Right. Um, and now, and that's where I'm going to say that I think that she is an amazing bartender because I wouldn't be be able to focus on both sides. No. Only what's in front of me is all I can focus on. I can't focus <laughs> on what's behind me. So now, speaking of the dance floor side. Do you get a lot of people that dance? Because we've been to clubs where the dance floor is packed, and we've been to clubs where they couldn't get a dance floor going if their life depended on it. Usually at some point through the night, we're going to get about a good hour, hour and a half of that dance That's floor. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's just a social time. Right. And and you can tell because the people, you can tell by their drinking and their the elevation of their voices. Yeah. Uh, That's when I know, okay, we got to start putting some Cupid Shuffle on. We got to get some get some going here. And then that, boom, immediately they're all out, out on the dance floor. Nice. And you know, one thing I really like is... is um, Bunny's I, having a hot flash. I am having a hot flash. <laughs> I love Joe's just too hot. He has to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
in and I'm a very big advocate on high top tables. Yes. I love the high top tables. Right. I, I for me as a person I don't want to, if somebody's going to come up and talk to me, I don't want to have to look up at them. Oh, or, we had that huge or problem. Or I don't want to have to look down. Because yeah. then I don't want people to think that I'm you talking down even. on them. I want to be right at the right level. Well, she's and still looking up to everyone. I'm still yeah. looking yeah. up to five foot four. But <laughs> even when you have a high top table and you've got four, ta- four chairs, you can still easily get eight people there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And at our old place, we had a, uh, only four high tops. And the rest was all sit-down tables. And we noticed. It's like, okay, all these tables are on the dance floor. These people aren't socializing. They're just kind of sitting there, sitting there. looking around. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and then uh, somebody had said something to me about the high tops. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. Mm-hmm. So no. Go we, ahead. We, we eliminated all the tables. Well, yeah. I, we, we had them all here when we were going to open. We eliminated them all last minute and brought in all high tops. I always tell people, like, I'm looking at how many tables do you have? Five, six, seven, eight tables. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people that people are always like, they get there early and they go to the middle table. And I always tell them, don't ever pick the middle table. Always pick the outside tables because that's the path people are going to walk by. Yes. Most likely people will not push their way through people to get to you if you're in a middle table unless they know you. Right. But if you want to meet people, always take the outer edge. Yes, I agreed. And on uh, like Halloween nights or something, we actually charge for the tables. Uh, that's smart. Um, yeah. And and uh, they usually decorate them, and, and it gets crazy. <laughs> oh, they get to decorate their own table. Yeah, they come in early and decorate their table. Oh, how fun! Oh, yeah, 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 and, and get it looking good. And Do they have to be here by a certain time? Uh, they yeah, between the hour before service is is what we allow for them to come in and decorate. No, their but tables. like, do they have to make like get to their table? Like our club had a VIP service Mm -hmm. and we would hold your table until nine o'clock after nine, we would release it to the general public. Oh, whether you paid for it or not. Oh no. Because it created a reason for people to get there earlier. Uh, No, we've never had anybody jip out on a table. Have we? But if they can decorate their table, they're going to be in here early. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. That may be the reason why we haven't had that problem is because they come in and decorate the tables. Right. I can hear you. I love it. (laughs) And I I always used to tell everybody, too, people like, how do I meet people? Jello shots. Oh, yes. Candy. I mean, little, I've seen little cupcakes. Anything, anything to draw somebody over to your table to meet them. I always tell people, people are like, there's clicks here, there's clicks there. And I said, no, there's not clicks. It's just people that forget that they came here to meet other people when they have, they've already made friends. Mm -hmm. So they're so tranced in their friends they're like well how do i get into that i said you walk straight up to the table i'm, gonna, I'm not going to hit the table i'm going to i'm going to hit it <laughs> put your fist on their table and say you guys are the party table i've been watching you from across the room all night i just had to come over and see what a great group of people this was and i said unless they're assholes they're going to introduce you to everybody at the table and anyone walking by you are now their newest best friends yeah. because Absolutely. you stroke their ego yeah, I always say that the the person that says it's clicky or there's a that they're the ones that are too afraid to walk up and say hello. Right. But I'll tell you what, we didn't have to approach anybody last night. That was the first time ever that we didn't have to approach people. Right. People came up to us. Yeah. And wanted to meet us. You know. Oh, wait till tonight. Our herd is going to just envelop. <laughs> they're going to devour you. Yep. <laughs> well, I we love always, it. You said that in Omaha. <laughs> I need a little devouring. <laughs> yeah, we called our herd. Our herd. <laughs> and it, it was funny last night because when we walked into the 
Beach Girls, um, and we were talking to the owners, we didn't know they were the owners. Oh. And all of a sudden, he looked at me straight in the face and said, well, I didn't know you guys were going to be here tonight. And I'm thinking, you don't even know us. Uh, (laughs) uh, But uh, that's all right. And, And he's talking to me just as we're talking now. And he goes, yeah, I just sent my buddy over a video you did in Florida. And I went, of Secrets Hideaway? And he goes, yeah. And he pulled up his phone and text and showed me the the youtube video right and i was like oh he watches our video so we had no clue he was the owner i'm like oh so did you guys get here earlier how come you're not over there with the crowd (laughs) (laughs) well we kind of own the place right (laughs) but you wouldn't have known they would they talked to us just like anybody else and oh did you see all the pineals that pineapples they put up in there? they did even real real, real pineapples. pineapples yes yeah. because i saw they knew we were coming yeah. yeah it was that them yeah. yeah i thought it was your crew no no, no that, that the owners them. did that for us that's awesome and the pineapple napkins <laughs> yeah. i saw that and i thought man your group is all i'm looking at the wall behind me mm-hmm. all about the pineapples because yeah. they brought pineapples i didn't know if you guys did it or uh-uh. your nope, members were doing them. it that was the owners yep. you yeah. know what that's a touch class that's says oh, that they yeah, really when i was talking to them today they absolutely love club g they they just couldn't speak highly enough of it they love mm-hmm. you guys yeah and we love them i mean it's it's kind of a symbiotic relationship i mean couples start out at strip clubs yes and that's they what do. we did mm-hmm. a video with them on today yeah. and and we love we still love going to strip clubs just because we own a, 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 a lifestyles club doesn't mean we don't like boobies well victoria just told us that uh you guys just recruited a couple from a strip bar oh yeah and I, now they're members here i recruited yep. one for you last night yep so we've uh we actually met a couple um there and they ended up coming the very next weekend to the club yeah um and she comes up to me she's like oh my goodness you're the girl that i was sitting next to at the strip club i'm like yeah yep i remember you and she's like i was watching you and it was just you were so amazing up there i'm like oh thanks. (laughs) (laughs) you know victoria gets very focused when she goes to the titty bar she wants as many of them as in front of her as possible very focused you will find her at sniffers row that's where you will find her. <laughs> How funny. I was enjoying, you know, the girls, the dances. And, you know, it's funny because um, my very first time at the strip club was um, like a month ago. And when um, our members found out that it was my first time, they're like, how can you own a swingers club and never been to a strip club? I'm like, I don't know. I've <laughs> never the been way to it a happen. Sp- it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's a little sheltered, but we're we're teaching her. We're teaching her. <laughs> I'm learning, and now I have like ones, like a a stock of ones that I keep. I'm like, this is my titty bar money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know we're getting towards our end, but how many? I know the burning question is: we've already talked about age demographics. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about um, genders. Talked about your dance floor and everything. The play areas. That's going to be the burning question. Is how many people come here and actually play and when does the play usually start so that way they can uh get involved usually uh place opens at eight o'clock between like eight and ten o'clock is usually like social hour people getting their drink on loosening up a little bit by ten thirty, the playrooms are full uh, wow. Uh, so we need to get here at 10:25. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. Yeah, usually by uh, yeah, usually by 10:30 the playrooms are in full swing. Uh the the dungeon downstairs usually has a group thing going on. Um and uh 
the motor bunny attachments are being checked out quite regularly nice. by then. Yeah. Um, it, it just gets crazy. In it's here. funny because I think that the motor bunny, it, they're intimidating to people. So people, I think that one takes a little liquid courage. It does. And what I found that usually after the motor bunny, uh, the woman is like, okay, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready for a nap now. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. me. You know, Not we, me. I'm like, all right, babe, bring it on bring now. Bring it on. Bring Round it on. We, uh, we find that we take our motor bunny around the nation with us. And mm. it's nice that you have one so we don't have to bring it here. <laughs> but we find that when we d- do demos on the motor bunny, mm-hmm. I, I get the great job of going out and letting people know that we're going to be doing it. And then I show the husband how the, the controls work. I let the wife pick the attachment. Right. Bunny gets the shitty job of cleaning the machine. We talked about this while you were gone. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I heard the I already, stories. I already told him. Wow. So, I ratted you out already. So <laughs> but Bunny gets the job of cleaning and sanitizing while yeah. I get the hospitality job. And we don't just wanna, like running the machine. I we don't like want to talk machine. about the shitty end of the deal, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but what I find is when one girl's on there, all the it, yes. like you got a door that closes, uh, I'd probably leave the door off. I mean, only reason why is... It should be an exhibitionist type thing. Right. And Absolutely. once one couple sees it, it's, and you just make it mandatory. If someone's in there, you're not allowed to go in without asking, but make it to where it's a visual. But, the, I mean, we were at Trapeze one night, and we went in there at 11 o'clock, and we didn't leave the playroom until 3 in the morning because the oh line. We, we started closing up about about one thirty. And then the line started again. But they have wow. a private room and they have one in the dungeon. Right. Yeah, right. So we do have one for exhibition and then one for private use. Okay. All okay. right. So now you need to do. I forgot it. about the dungeon one. They need to have a motor bunny party out here on the main stage. You should. You have we motor were thinking Olympics. about motor bunny races. Yes. <laughs> who, who can come the fastest? Right. We, we, okay. we, can, yeah, we did motor one. bunny rodeo. Yep. See, yeah. <laughs> had two of them right. and had the girls facing each other and the, uh, the opposite girl controlled the other ones. Oh, nice. Oh. Um, to see if they can fun. get them off That faster. would be fun. That's somebody, an idea. We want to do Operation, the move, the game Operation. Right. And then somebody else suggested Jenga. Oh, now see, I'm in the process of building life-size Jenga now. No, no, you have to have the little Jenga so when they're on the motor bunny. If they oh, can, they got to play Jenga yeah. while they're on the motor bunny. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. That would take some skill. Right. right. But you got to do it out here on the dance floor in front of everybody. Yes. <laughs> so everybody can see the, the, the shenanigans. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we are going to call it quits for tonight because we're trying to keep podcasts about an hour or less. But um, we are able to do this over the phone, too. So we can nice. also call you guys and port you guys in over the phone. And maybe Virginia amazing. will talk a little more. and. <laughs> Maybe she'll talk a little more. Or Victoria. <laughs> Maybe ask me questions. You know, it's fine. I'm here. You're here. You just <laughs> need to ask her. This you is... just need to ask her questions about titties. Yes. And she'd yes. be all good. I, I like small ones, big ones. You know, fake ones, real ones. Yeah. Do you guys have a club club G drink around here? Club G drink. Yeah. Uh, she actually makes. Uh, what did we call it? Pineapple piss. Yes. Pineapple, pineapple piss. Oh, uh, we uh, call, we had penguin piss. <laughs> Vodka piss. lemonade. Well, pineapple piss is anything pineapple we can find dumped in and in and into our uh, dispenser yeah. on ice. Nice. Oh, it it yeah. usually works out really good. Usually, it's like a pineapple Picardi, right? And then pineapple juice, right? 
Yeah. Right. Give it some. Give it some kick, but uh, a lot of flavor. It's all about the pineapples. It, it is. is. I, it is. It Sprinkly is. little it bastards. Is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like our pineapples. Right. So, so when and if Tom and I ever open another club, it's going to be all about the bunnies. All about the bunnies. So yep. there's going to be bunnies everywhere in that, that place. That would be amazing. <laughs> Pineapple bunnies. Pineapple bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are at Club G. Give your website. Yes, dsmlsc.com or Des Moines Lifestyles Club.com. And can they join a Facebook group? Uh, once they come through the vetted process, then they can join the Yes, then we Facebook can add group. them to the Facebook group. Okay, so in order to get in there, just go to the website. Yes. And there is all your themes are on the website. All of our themes are on the fees, website. Costs. Fees, costs, pictures. Uh, vanilla pictures, of course. Of course. Um, and uh, a uh, forum where you can fill out the information, submit it, and then Victoria gets back to you right away. All right. So yeah. you heard it here. Also, you can uh, check them out. On, you're on Cassidy. Cassidy, Swing Towns, Swing Village. Um, Midwest Desires. Midwestdesires.com. Um, and Facebook. Okay. So... Uh, definitely, if you want to get in this club, this is an awesome club. Awesome club. If you are in the local area or within driving distance, definitely, definitely, grab a hotel room for eighty bucks. Come here. There are Ubers, so I did look in the area. There are Ubers, and there's hotels all around. We're attached to a hotel. To it's uh, not four stars, but it's not one star either. Right, but you wouldn't have to get a DUI. No, you would not. Right. So and if you mention Club G, there's going to be a discount too. Right. And yeah. then, um, do you list any hotels on your website? We do not list any hotels currently on our website. Okay. Maybe something to add for out-of-towners. Yeah. It is in my little spew that I, when people email me, I always list um, the hotels that we have rates at. So nice. when they email me, I give all that information to them. Awesome. Well, I like the one that we're staying at. Very hospitable, very clean. Oh, that's our I hotel takeover hotel. Yeah. They love us over yeah, there. Yeah, and I, I like that hotel, yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely when you contact them, mention that you heard it on Tom and Bunny's podcast, and they'll give you a dollar off at the door. We'll, we'll charge you a dollar extra first, and then we'll take a dollar off. I was going to say, <laughs> on your 10th visit, they'll give you a dollar off. <laughs> that's but a wait, dime a visit wait, or but something. Wait, but don't bring change because they don't allow change here. Right. <laughs> no coins. No coins. No All right. coins. You guys have a great day, and we will talk to you soon, and we'll get Joe and um, Victoria back online as soon as possible, as soon as we're home, and get our phone set back up on here. Absolutely. So we'll, guys, see you soon. See you soon. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and be sure to check out our videos and other podcasts on our website, TomAndBunny.com. Also, start meeting couples and singles today. We have several affiliate links to popular matchmaking websites on our website, and you get free time. So definitely check out our website and click those links and join those websites today.